welcome to another episode of Block Talk presented by Theater in the Now. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or Stitcher so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. And as always, follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at Theater in the Now, and visit theaterinthenow.com for latest news, reviews, and interviews. Bring it to the hodgepodge, hodgepodge. After a trip to the car boot sale, we're ready to break down another episode of Drag Race UK. And joining me is a queen who is no stranger at making something out of nothing. It's Alora Borealis. That's oh. just true. It's just true. It's true. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I watched the episode again today and I just smiled through it. Like, this show is fun. Yeah. It's, it's happy. I literally, like, anytime they have a moment where it's like, Drama, drama, drama. It's never anything serious. No. And it's great. I love this show. I know there's a lot of people shitting on it, but screw you, I'm happy. There were a lot of people shitting on Thailand, and Thailand's fucking fantastic. Everyone needs to start watching it. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe during the off-season, if there's ever an off-season, we'll we'll do, like, (laughs) season one recap and a season two recap. But I don't know if we're ever... We don't get an off-season. We don't get that. We get maybe June. That's it. June is the off-season. That's all we get. Oh god, that's so far away. Exactly. So it's not even off season for us. That's Pride. Exactly. Oh, but then by June, by the time June comes around, Thailand comes back around again. That's true. Well, have you been enjoying the season so far? I've loved I it. I apologize. The series. So I far. love it. It's so good. Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. I think it's it's what we know, but they're also giving us a little little bit of different. Yeah, and it's it's so much fun seeing so many regional variances of drag. Yeah. Just so. Like it, and yet it's all still so familiar. Yeah, and they touched upon it a little bit in this episode, and we'll yeah. go through it, but it's post-elimination. The dolls walk into the room, the workroom, and they kind of whine in honor of Scaredy Cat. You mean Pheromone? No! Pheromone! Oh, oh Pheromone. She was... Could you tell which one I was doing? Who was I impersonating with that one? You can't Pheromone. tell! No, How? remember when Pheromone was an all-star? How did that happen? Oh! Um, so, Scaredy's mirror message pokes fun at her age, because, you know, she's... 19 years old. Um, Cheryl says she would be bricking if she were, was, were 19 on the show. Um, she also says that cat was not neutered. Oh my god, could you, can you imagine when um, Scaredy and Pussycat um, like, have a baby? I was then, just gonna say, imagine then, if like she comes home and her girlfriend's like, I'm pregnant. And then that baby is on uh, Drag Race UK season 30? That's an evolution of the show. Good lord. Could you imagine? That'd be everything. Why is the child waiting to be 30? That's not showing a precedent for its parent. I'm assuming we'll get like a double season something. I don't know. We'll see. But Blue is feeling relieved and has a new fight in her until the end. Baga says she needs to get bigger tits to fit all the presumptuous badges she's going to put on them. And then there's a discussion about who had the best Bond look. Cheryl says either the Vivian or Crystal. Okay, I can can buy that. Vinegar... Oh, vinegar. Oh, honey. She thinks it was her. Delusion? Meh. It was bad. It was really bad. It, was, it, it was, wasn't good. It was terrible. It was not good. Crystal thinks vinegar is overconfident because her looks are a mess. Speaking of, I can't staring, slap staring at the black dots under Crystal's eyes. What the hell are they? I think they're moles. I don't know. I don't know either. Because, like, it's in her confessional look. They're just literal dots dots under. under, It's, like, perfectly symmetrical on both eyes. I don't know. Someone someone get me the information on that. 
because I'm very curious. Well, Cheryl is still pressed about people thinking that she's fake, and she came here to show her, to show off her, and if she's not being hard, then what is she doing there? Heard that many, many times. And then Vinegar and Sunting, as they de-drag, talk about their trajectory from, you know, going from the bottom to the top. And it's quite ironic and sad for what the outcome end up, ends up being. <laughs> it's a new day, and Blue knows she's lucky to be there and will make the best out of whatever challenge it is. The Vivian says the dead weight is gone, and the bodies aren't even cold yet. Do you agree that the dead weight is gone? I didn't think anyone was dead weight this series so far. Like, everyone was good, even... The first two that were eliminated, like, they were great in their own way. Like, yeah, confidence levels. And I have to say, like, on a note, Scaredy did, as for her first ever drag performance, I have seen many a drag babies do their first performance on a live stage. She was one of the better ones that I've ever seen, and she didn't do all that much. I mean, she made a mountain. She did the mountain move, which is the fun gift that I have. I love it now. I send it all the time. Um, Blue calls Scaredy Cat her roadkill, and the confidence is coming out now. She's, she's feeling it. She's feeling her oats. Get thee to a punnery. Rue arrives to announce the mini-challenge, and they need to worship the pole. The Maypole, that is. How British. Um, Baga, Midsummer. Right. Oh, oh, I've not seen that movie, but I've seen the trailer, and I will not watch that movie. No, I just you. assumed the loser was going to be set on fire. Oh, no. Well, that, that would, that would be your Spoiler opinion. alert. Wow. Well, Baga has no idea what a maypole is. Um, do you know what a maypole is? Did you I do because from, I saw Midsummer. Well, before, <laughs> I knew Midsummer, before it too, yeah. though. Um, yeah, so it's a very um, British thing. Yeah. How the fuck did Baga not know what it was? Because she's a slag. She had, Well, she should know about a thing or two about a pole then. She didn't know about that pole. She just mm. knows about the man pole. Yeah. Well, they have 15 minutes to get into genteel English Rose quick drag. Um... Basically, everyone has flowers in their look except for Baga. Yet. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. Uh, Blue is wearing her first ever drag costume, and oh boy, what an evolution that was. As as Crystal says, black death realness. <sighs> do, you, do you remember what your first drag costume was? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It. Well, I mean, most of it was store-bought. I mean, who wears a, a like custom-made outfit as their first drag outfit? But... It was, I would try to find an example, but I don't think I can find one. It like it gave me vibes of my first drag costume, but mine was a lot more well put together. Fair. That's fair. Is there a picture? Do we get to see it someday? Oh, yeah. It's on my Instagram. Oh, oh there you go. Plug the Instagram now. Alora Borealis. There you go. So in this challenge, the dolls will prance around the maypole until the music changes to a root track, because why not throw in a root track whenever you fucking can? And twerk. Yeah. Twerk, twerk, twerk. Um, who, were, who were some of your standouts? We'll go through mine after we go through yours. I mean, Cheryl, obviously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Crystal was hysterical. She was yeah. easily one of my favorites. And Baga, just because it's, it's Baga. Baga does everything. Yeah. I thought Davina really can dance, and I was impressed by that. Yeah. Um, and not bad for a 50-year-old, as the Vivian says. Um, Crystal makes that pull her bitch and just basically starts pole dancing. Yeah. Um, Baga is wild. Uh, honestly, she's just a fucking cartoon character. I'm okay with that. Uh, Vinegar has the same Daft Boy Daddy fan that I have. I thought that, that was cool. Of course she does. Don't at me. Uh, Cheryl shablams and then shablams again because that's what she does. She's yep. a shablammer. Yep. Um, and all it takes is a shablam and Cheryl holds the winner of the mini challenge. Right? I mean, she had to win something eventually. Ooh, the, them fighting words. Do you think she was the right winner? Who, who would you have crowned? Crystal. Yeah, I think Crystal had a little more fun. Yeah, because it just like... It was yeah, Cheryl original. was a good dancer, but Crystal was also funny as yeah. well it as was, being a good was, dancer. It was original. Yeah. 
Well, the maxi challenge for the week was revealed after the Brit crew in a car with Raven on the top rides on in. What did you think about seeing Raven? I thought it was great. I I mean, she was around. I was she was yeah, you have to bring in your makeup artist. You can't forget her. Uh-huh. But you can um, forget your hair artist. Oh, if you don't know that story, you should, hey. you, you, you should go listen to Race Chasers with Alaska and Willem and, and hear this interview with um, Delta Work. Ooh, they're, that's a scorching. Friends of the pod. <sighs> Friends of the pod, whatever. I, I need a t-shirt that has something fun like that, but I don't have a fun catchphrase. Um, anyway, the challenge is called Posh on a Penny, as they must use rubbish from items from a car boot sale, and the items must, must be 100% repurposed. So many puns. Mm-hmm. British so many and otherwise. Puns. Yeah, so let's talk British lingo. A car boot sale is virtually a garage sale or flea market to us where people sell items from the trunk of their car. So it's like a tailgating but selling items. Yeah. I feel like this is a lot easier to do. It's less of a setup. It's virtually just put shit in your car and be like, rubbish through it. Yeah. Um, while we're like, no, that we have to make a beautiful setup and have everything set up perfectly. No, fuck it. They know how to do it. In and out. Well, Cheryl gets a 15-second head start um, because she won the challenge. And she grabs a bunch of yellow rubber gloves. And the rest of the girls dive in. It's, it's a smash-and-grab-everything moment. And I literally don't think they knew what they were taking. I think they just took things and hoped for the best. Pretty much. I mean, you kind of just have to blindly grab and hope for the best at this point. If Were there anything that you saw there that you're like, okay, that's what I would use? I was a little surprised that no one, even if they took it, didn't utilize the leopard print seat covers. Like, yeah, it would have been quote unquote obvious, I but mean, at least it's a fabric you can use. I mean, use. the fucking uh, bitch who did take it was vinegar. And she didn't use it! No, well, because she probably would have get, gotten red for wearing another animal print. She could have used one? it creatively. She could have. Oh. There are plenty of creative ways to use animal print. We'll get to her, but yeah. Um, vinegar asks who the, de- the designer is are in the group crystal has a degree so she can't fuck it up um davina has a bunch of laundry bags because even though they don't have a stretch she can sew with them did you know those are uh, sewable oh yeah and my roommate and i we watched it together and we both had the, the literal moment of clarity where we both were kind of like and it already has a zipper so that makes your life that much easier exactly so when are you going to make something out of your laundry bags i only have netted laundry bags <laughs> okay. i have enough fishnets i don't need more Whoop. Some Ting Wong, um, she's taking apart her jacket and pattern, 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 patterning that word, um, it out and hoping for the best. Yeah, you go for that, girl. I, I just, why would you take apart your favorite? Like, I, I can't even imagine that tearing apart storyline. Like, I guess, but like choices. A lot, a lot of choices. Well, Vinegar says, and for her initial look, because we got to talk about this, this is the initial look. Um, her inspiration is a toothbrush, and she's thinking a circle cape. One, how does a toothbrush lead you to a circle cape? Well, ask Katya from that jailbreak challenge. Oh. She wore toothbrushes in a circle cape. That's true. Um, yeah, the Vivian says f- that Vinegar should do fashion, not costume, but Vinegar is not a designer. She gets most of her stuff made for her. And then that was the moment I was like, who the fuck made your promo look? Because they should be fired and never hired again. I mean, I thought she had an interesting idea at first. Like, I thought she was going to go almost kind of in a similar direction to, like, what Brooklyn Heights did her first episode when she did the detox-inspired look, where she was going to do, like, 
a blue and orange mohawk and then a blue and orange jumpsuit with like the stripes and everything and somehow find her materials in there. And then she started going on her tangent and I I was like, oh my god, yeah, uh, oh, nope, 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 nope. nope. Was not not good. Well, blue, she's feeling confident in the trousers she's about to make. Good for you, trousers. Um, Cheryl is making it up as she goes along and oh boy, I worry for her. But Cheryl says that you have to have more than one skill or you'll go home. And she wasn't trying to shade Blue, but damn, that sounded a lot like shade. I mean, we've already seen that Blue has more than one skill, so... She was probably talking about somebody else, but she just wanted to make sure Blue didn't know it was about her. Because Cheryl's a nice person, obviously. Oh, the, the face you just made... Um, speaking of people who make faces, the Vivian, um, she is thinking that she's going to use the video cassette tape, um, on her giant cricket shoulder pads. Do you know what cricket is? Yeah. Okay. It's like, it's the, it's baseball with the flat wide bat thing. Sure. Let's go with that. Uh, there's not a lot of people who, um, overlap drag and sports on this podcast. Have you never heard of Tina Burner, the linebacker of drag? The things that Allura Borealis says on this podcast are not endorsed That's what she calls herself! I know, but you said it, not me. Um, I want to point out that during the conversation where something reveals she's going to do her, um, that she's going to tailor her look, um, you can hear Davina's wild laugh in the background, and I died, and I was kind of here for it, and I'm glad the editors didn't take it out, because it, like, broke up this very serious moment by this laughter that could be heard around the world. I love Davina. Just when we thought that we all fell in love with, like, the Latrice laugh, the Detox laugh, the Monique Hart laugh, we got the Davina laugh. You just forgot about the other big one. (laughs) Evie Oh. Duh. Our reigning... Well, that wasn't a big one. That's just a funny one. Oh, it's a big one. It's a big one. one. But I'm talking about the loud laughs. And then they they literally used Monique's heart in one episode in replace of RuPaul's laugh. That's impactful. Yeah, I mean, hey, hey, you never know. You never know. Davina could get that treatment soon, too. Exactly. I love Davina. I love her. I love her so much. She's amazing. Well... It's Rue walkthrough time, and I kind of really love these on this show, honestly. Yeah. I don't know if it's because we're at a smaller amount of queens it's that de- That's definitely what it. it is, so we actually get a moment with everyone. Right, and not just like a line, we're getting like stories yeah. with each. So we're going to talk about a couple of them, or all of them basically. Davina, well, she says she's out of her comfort zone, but she's feeling a lot more charged. Uh, Rue reminds her that she got emotional on the runway, but says that her performance had layers from a season, like she was a seasoned actor. And I say, trust yourself, Davina, right? I mean, if you don't know, um, Davina is about to do a panto with Cecily and Matthews this Christmas. Do you know what a panto is? No, I don't know what that is. That's what I figured, but I... A pageant, as they they say Uh, Okay, Mm -hmm. the Christmas pageant. Yeah, so Cecily and Matthews is going to, um... The UK to do a show with Davina DeCampo. That's a crossover I never expected. So she'll be putting on her Maya Angelou. Well, maybe. Maybe. So Davina reveals that um, she has an idea how to sew, but she's not a fashion girl. But she's going to smash it. I kind of love the lingo that they use. Yeah. It's fun. I mean, I've I've watched British TV for the longest time, so it's just all reminiscent for me. And I just love hearing it. Are you a Doctor Who Who bitch? Not as much. I do enjoy the show. I was... um, more like obviously Harry Potter, but I watched Misfits when it was okay. on, and it brought me Robert Sheehan, and I love him. So, and it brought me you and Rayon. Yeah, nope, nope, not those. Both went over my head. That's okay. That's okay. Do you know um, what Baga loves? Daddy sauce. Well, she loves daddy sauce in her turban. Yeah. Um. Every fucking uh 
like what is she hiding under there like we've seen her with hair in the confessional maybe it's it's keeping sweat off of her face what if that hair in the confessional is actually a wig and she's actually bald can we start that rumor you're already starting starting that you've already started there it it is yeah she's got a look but rue asks her what she's using and baga says that she is going to use the steel wool um but she calls it um steel pubes yeah i mean she wasn't wrong Ew. I would have said Brillo pads, but she called them pubes, and that I don't like that word. Pubes. Ew. I don't even want to ask. Whatever. She's gonna make um, a copper gown, and she's just shitting herself because she has never done this either. Um, Baga loves a bargain. Who um, she goes into a shop and loves to haggle, um, and she says and reveals that she hasn't paid a taxi in ten years. She just does favors. What do you think those favors are? Similar to many favors that New York queens do for their Uber drivers. Oh, how many times have you done that, Laura Borealis? None. Someone tried to do that to me in an Uber once, but I said no. The driver or passenger? I'll never tell. Um, the, the, the It's not recording. Tell us. Tell us. Or tell me. Tell me. Who was it? Who was it? I'll tell that to the red light. Oh, damn it. We'll get it out of you. Okay. Um, also, I love the way that they say goodbye to each other. Um, did you notice that Baga gave Rue a fist bump? Yes. What a mess. It was just so odd. It was, it was almost, almost as awkward as the Pearl moment. Could you, what, what if we as a community were like, you know what? We're not going to hug each other and give kisses on the cheek anymore. We're going to fist bump each other. And that's different from fisting. There are no accidents in fisting. But also, I have had many a straight men try to do that with, try to do the fist bump, and I'm just like, I like go to reach for their hand because I'm, you know, a human being who goes for a handshake instead, and they close their fist, and I'm like, oh, okay, sure. um, I'm I'm just going to call this out because it was really embarrassing for me. Uh, But at the iconic season three win-in, my brother was there, uh, one of his very first drag shows, and after Castrata performed, um, she sat next to him because there was a seat available, and... um, he fist bumped her. That's kind of cute. I I like that though. It was really embarrassing when I found out, because um, my brother's a jock and it a was dude. Weird. He's a bro. Did Castrata mind? No, she throws. I was gonna say I would think she would get she, a kick out of that. Funny. Well, Cheryl Hole is reminded that she's never been in the bottom two, but she has been in the bottom, and she's bottom. Um, and that's foreshadowing if we've ever heard one. Um, but as Rue says, no glove, no love. Safety first, kids. Said no one ever in this day and age. Oh, okay. Well, there. If if that's what you want to do, Laura Borealis. It's the truth. Ah! <laughs> All right. So vinegar has a lot of stuff um, on her station, from a toilet seat and a license plate. Um, it's a vanity license plate that says Visage. Uh, Ruth tries to describe her design aesthetic, and this bar- part was very funny. Uh, because basically Rue is our voice here and has to be nice because Rue... She's um, just trying not to insult her right. and Rue doesn't want to by insulting her. Um, by, yeah, she basically calls it hodgepodge, which is an insult, but she's not wrong. No. Hodgepodge. Also, name. fantastic dra- drag name. Please welcome to the stage, Hodgepodge. Where's she from? Is she, is she British or is she American? Where's, what, what, what's her backstory? She's from Sussex. Okay. That's all you got. That's all you She's got. a mess. Okay. She works on the corner. Yeah, that, there we go. There's her story. And she gets free cabs too. Ah! So, Crystal. We like Crystal. She can make her outfits and makes the, the girls nervous because she does have 
a background in it. Um, there's a discussion about if um, her, if her curtains are beef. What does that mean? Do you know? Yes. Well, after doing some research, because I didn't know. How did you not know because what that means? Because I, I am very, very prude and vanilla, and I don't like these things. You made a joke about fisting not five minutes ago. I don't like to talk about lady parts sometimes, because I discovered this is a vulgar slang for vulva. You can't even say the word. No. Say it. No. Say no, it. Say the other V word. No. Say the say the British word, then. No. Say it. Minge? No, the other one. Which one? Fanny! Oh, Fanny. I don't know. Whatever. But yeah, so that's what that um, word means. And you know what's funny is, yes, we're on the BBC Three. We're, we're allowed to do things a little differently in um I love UK. that it's not this censored never, in the slightest. This would never get fly in on VH1. I ever. wish it did. It would make the show so could, much better. Could you imagine the shit they talk, would talk about? I would what love it. What is on the cutting room floor on Drag Race? We are missing gold material here. I mean, listen to Race Chaser, you hear all about it. Yeah. Well, some not the, all about it, but most about it. Some of the things that uh, Willem says, I'm like... I'm not even talking about Willem. I'm talking about when they bring the other queens on. That, that That's the real tea. tea. Yeah. So Rue, this is our teaching moment, asks about the hairy leg and chest of Crystal. And Crystal says it's a coloring box of gender to mess with people's minds. And if you watch Rue's face, she's not having any of it. Um, yes, it's not conventional, but it's still drag, because all drag is valid. Um, but Only the yeah. Boulay brothers say that, though. We're not talking about them right now. We had how many fucking episodes that we had to endure Louisiana, but that's another podcast. Um, yeah, so I... Oh, makes sense. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I think it was a really interesting moment, because yes, we're finally getting discussion about crystal and why she's on the show and perhaps why rue would never allow it in america but at the same time just the way rue approached it and then kind of how the way it the results happened tonight i mean hell she looked scaredy cat on well right right so i thought it was a very interesting moment um remember when i said i was very prude and vanilla can we talk about crystal wearing the leather i was very turned on by that Oh, that little, it was like that little, um... Oh. Twink wearing leather, yeah, we get it. She's not a twink, she has hair, did we not just discuss the hair? She is not a twink. A whiff of hair on the middle of your chest does not a non-twink make. I need proof. Where Ask Urban Dictionary what a twink... You can find proof of someone. I, like who? I don't know anyone. The very first. Huh? Okay, we're gonna... This is an off-podcast uh, discussion. Oh, everyone already knows about it. It's on Reddit. Okay. All right, so Blue is scared to talk to Rue. And Rue asks what it does to her... Uh, what it has done with her head. And Blue says she still hasn't had any complaints, but she still messes around with it a bit. Ha ha ha, funny throwback to the other show and blah blah blah. I'm glad Blue is... Good for is her for least, catching yes, it. Yes, I'm glad Blue is smart because you know she'd dumb blonde too. Um, but I'm just gonna say the baby has a sense of humor and I love her. She's just like so cuddleable and like I, I, I love Blue Hydrangea. Yeah, she's fantastic. She's so adorable. Um, Blue loves to do pants with trousers because as she says, ball gowns have been done to death and she is an under the radar shade queen of not NYC. I mean, she's not wrong. I agree. Next up is the Vivian. Rue points out that she's been bringing looks on the runway and the Vivian says she's going to give a silhouette that she hasn't brought yet. Rue then, in another teaching moment for the show, asks her what British drag is. 
She says it's all about performance. You can look amazing, but if you have a microphone and you can't work, what's the point of being there? And so many of my friends were shaking after that moment. I'm not saying names. You know who you are. And Charlie Hydes. And Charlie Hydes. Remember her? Why is she not on this season? Because she lives in Boston. Fly her out for a night. Let her let her just point. The same could have been said about Vivian when she won the ambassadorship. Fly her in for season whatever was uh, afterwards. Uh, 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 blah, blah, blah. I learned from Race Chasers Hot Goss today when I listened to it that the Vivian, if you look at the um uh what the fuck is the challenge? The the um group challenge where they had to do the rock band thing in season eight. Um she's in the audience. So oh, I didn't even wa- know. Oh, she was technically on Drag Race. Oh, that's mm-hmm. true. Yep. I'm also, I swear to God, every time she pops in for her confessionals, I swear she was on another BBC show. Uh, I think it's some. It's about blind dates or something. And maybe. I swear, I swear to God it's her. I may be wrong, but I swear to God it's her. But like every time she opens her mouth, I'm like, I swear. There was some boy with way too much makeup on this dating show with painted on eyebrows who talked so much about like, that's being a lot femme of all, and everything. That's a lot of um, reconstructive surgery as well. It's her real nose. Not talking about the nose there. Meh. Those cheeks, they can't get in much Hey, higher. you got the ambassadorship. Right? Get those cheeks high. So, Rue is shocked to learn that some things' patterns are from her jackets that she dismantled. Rue is shocked that the blinds she's going to use don't have a stretch. Oh, this is a disaster waiting to happen. Um, Rue gives hints that she should maybe change her concept, but something is not catching on. Not at all. Not at all. Well, Crystal and Vinegar discuss the walkthrough, and Crystal is keeping it real. She calls her rough around the edges, and that she's not on the same level as everybody else. Vinegar, her cape is a sad sack, and as she goes in her confessional, A, don't panic, two, is a number. Funny. That was funny. Funny. Yeah. I'm glad they kept it in fucking hell. Um, funny moment. Baga is starting to get off, get it, get high off the glue. Not surprised. Uh, she suggests that her and the Vivian take a run in the car. They Thelma and Louise it, and they are the mean girls of the season. If you just watch this whole interaction, like, they love each other so much. Um, they're Roxy Andrews, and they're here to make it clear. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not indulging in that. I'm not engaging in that. I, I'm not honestly, enabling that. They are basically Roxy and Detox. Yeah, they are. It's, like, I don't know, like, they're trying to make Crystal Alaska, but it's not going to be a thing. Crystal's not I, She will be Alaska because she won't be in the group. Well, in, in season five, they were... Uh, yeah, but she separated herself really that's quickly. That's true, that's true. Well, um, as Baga decides to close the win- car window on her face, very funny, uh, Vinegar is bringing it to the hodgepodge. Um, Davina is laughing all the way, and she basically, in her confessional, offers to help her pack. It was really sad. It was very, very sad. Vinegar thought the cape was going to be stunning, but as they all say, it looks like a hamburger bun. So she's starting to panic. I didn't quite see hamburger bun, but... I, I didn't at first, but the more they described it, I saw it. I was like, oh, yeah. More so a hamburger bun that's been sitting in the freezer for a little long, but sure. it still was not an incorrect description. It was... It just flopped. It was yeah. bad. So, it's the next day. It's elimination day. Davina asks Vinegar if she's ready to bring it to the hodgepodge, because that's the her t-shirt of the future. Um, but she's going to embrace her hodgepodge, and even the... Um, Tiny Twink, uh, Blue Hydrangea, has a joke in her about this uh, hamburger bun. Vinegar is hot gluing paper to a skirt, and if you didn't predict her leaving, she is going to leave because she is hot gluing paper to a skirt. Let me repeat. She hot glued paper to a skirt. I mean, at least she didn't hot glue pictures to a corset. Uh, yeah. 
this is Drag Race. She's hot gluing paper to a skirt. Never mind. Well, something says that if Vinegar goes, she's going to go crazy. And honestly, I'm going to say something very sweet. Their friendship is really beautiful. Yeah, it was great. Um, I want a friendship like that. I don't know how to get one. I don't know who I have to buy, but I want a friendship like that. I've got jokes, too. Um, the dolls are getting ready, and Blue asks Davina about when uh, she started drag in the 1800s. Davina points out that there's only 15 years between them and that she still looks amazing, and I agree. Also, um, I just want to point out that um, Davina is, like, two years older than me, so I'm feeling very attacked by little Twinks, too. So, Twinks, if you still keep calling me old one more time, not going to end well. I mean, at least you're not British, so you don't start becoming transparent as you age. Are you saying I look okay for my age? Say yes. Don't put words in my mouth. Ah! Um, Davina says that her first gig was in uh, 2006. Blue was in primary school. I was, uh, I guess, a sophomore in college. You were... In middle school. Oh, God. Okay. Like, literally, I when I was born... Because I was born in 94, every consecutive grade school year... I followed the, the year, the end of the year, like the end number of the year. So for 2001, first grade, 2002, second grade, so on and so forth. Lucky you, that's good. Davina thinks it's easier to be a drag queen now than it was when she started because the internet didn't really become a thing and the tutorials weren't around, which is very, very valid. Yeah. Everyone wants to be a drag queen and the bar is higher than ever and good thing that I have no drag aspirations because that statement's wrong. Not everyone wants to be a drag queen. The relationship between Davina and Blue is really adorable and honestly, I love it, and I'm very excited to see if this is, like, a seed of something else happening in the season, or if this is going to be, like, some drama. Um, well, she did call her the mother. Or, well, the no. grandmother. Ugh, well, she called her old, but... Um, Baga and the Vivian, um, they talk about something's look, and they think that it's not good because it's not transformed into anything. And Crystal says she can explain it on the runway, and at least she's the nice one of this trio. Some ting calls Cheryl's a, Cheryl's look a bin bag with fingers on it. Um, fancy a finger. Cue Davina's laugh once again. We are now introduced to Confidence Corner. As Baga says, it's a place where winners get ready. Baga is the queen of acting. The Vivian is the queen of looks, and Crystal is the queen of something. something. Funny. Um, I don't like this name. It's really not okay because, like, it's one of those things when you like get eliminated you look like a dipshit i mean that always happens every season i mean you had the heathers mm -hmm. half the heathers went home real fast and then you had rolaska talks one of them went home but still and then you had the bitter old lady brigade of season seven half of which went home again yeah but it was don't do clicks it, as michelle massage says uh davina knows that baga and viv are don't have everything that some of the other queens have um, as she says, overconfidence is not cute. And that was the moment I knew this was going to be a good episode for my goddess. I love you. All right. Tonight on the runway, Rue looked ravishing. Um, yeah. It's a very classic Rue blonde swoop wig uh, with a matching red poof swoop mini dress. I thought it was a really strong look for her. It was the promo look. Yeah, it was cute. I, I'm, I'm here for it. Do you think they filmed the promo that day? I think they took her photos that day. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That checks out. I mean, I love that she's showing her legs more and more every season. Yeah. Because she has really good legs. Mm -hmm. And by season 12, she will have no legs. By season 12, she'll be all legs. Could you imagine? She what, Naomi? No, she'll legs, legs all the way up. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, what's that? Um, the 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 um meme with the yeah, fam- Family Guy. Yeah, legs all the way that up, show. Griffin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You know who looks really bad? Twiggy. No, the, how dare you? <laughs> no, I just I figured that's where you were being no, shady. I, I was don't know. talking about Michelle. Um, oh, she looks hard. No, okay, I do not like those mini uh, underlash thingies. Like they look like little spiders on her face, and it looked it, it did not look cute on her. I'm not feeling the aesthetic. Um, Grant Norton's there. I don't know what he's really doing on the show. He's not. He's the one that I'm like. I mean, he, you're adding nothing. I mean, him and I mean, this is by the same token of Carson Kressley. I mean, Carson at least knows fashion. What does right. Ross know? Funny. That's Graham. Graham is just a witty asshole, and that's the best part of him. But there's the there's not the charm that Ross has. Grant Graham is drier. So maybe again, that's why he's the British Ross, right? Well, I, I feel like uh, because obviously Graham Norton is beloved in um, I adore the him. UK. He just doesn't have the same charm that we have here. Fair. I mean, but um, do you remember? Like he was the, one of the best guest judges when he did right. All Stars too, I, right? And so I think he. Has I think part of it is that they don't give him enough to work I, with. I think I think you're right. I think there's something that's not connecting here yeah. as a permanent judge that connected as a guest judge. I guess we'll see it more as the as yeah. the thin, the herd thins out. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, so Graham Norton is on the panel and is asked if he goes to a car boot, and he says usually the guy escapes. And I thought it was a funny line. Same. Um, Dame Twiggy is the guest. Um, for seventy, she looks exceptional. She looks amazing. I did not shaded her. I thought you were shading her. No, I would not shade. I w- I, I thought you were shading her, so I was going to call you out. All right. No. Um, anyway. Also, I didn't know when did she get the Dame title. I. That's what I was saying. I was like, oh, I didn't realize she was Dame. Apparently, it was this like earlier the year, like maybe a month before filming. Oh wait. Um, oh, I think I remember reading. But that, good actually. for her, yeah. Dame Twiggy. I'm here for it. Okay, so, in honor of Posh on, the, on a Penny, uh, we are going to play, are you ready? Are you ready for this? Uh-huh. We're going to play. We're going to play Car Toot or Car Boot, and yes, I know what I just, just did there. Because I added the word car, it's okay, I'm allowed to do it. You ready to do this? Do you yeah. have your references ready? Give me one, two, three, and why is this not working? Come on, World of Wonder. Uh, there it is, okay. All right, so we are going to start with... Davina DeCampo and I screamed of pure joy. This is Club Kid Realness meets Fashion Week. Yeah. Um, the red, white, and blue colors are so cohesive. It's such a diverse showing from anything we've seen from her so far. The laundry bag pattern really gave it that nod to Burberry, which really assists in the high fashion. Yep. I think the hair is flat and shiny on purpose, and this is the only way you can get away with it. Yeah. And I, with it being a hard front. Yeah. I, I I love this. My only only issue that I had with it. She drew the line on her lip way too wide. It Fair. threw off the entire face, and it made me almost not like it. Okay, okay. But then, like, she, when she was talking, I was like, okay, you're fine. Because, like, when she start, when you see her first painting, and I'm like, oh, this looks good. But then somehow, she, I think she might have messed it up at some point. Mm-hmm. So she had to, like, correct the mistake rather than wipe off her whole right. bottom half of her face and then restart again. So I give her credit, because I have done that many a times with when drawing on my lips, eyes, hair heels lips face hair heels anyway but yeah no that was the only issue i had with it other than that it was phenomenal yeah i know they had some issues with the the, uh, lack of big woman lash but she at least painted her lashes yeah she put on white 
she was fine. It, it was it worked for me. My only um, my only issue is that I can't imagine that any of that was comfortable in the slightest. Not at all. Not at all. And being on the runway for what four six, four or five hours. And I'm kind of disappointed. I would have loved to have had her mic pick up the crunkling of the bag because you know that made the most noise I'm walking sure, down the runway. Yeah, I'm, well, they they made a joke of it as she was walking. I'm sure the editors had a fucking terrible time trying to fix that. I mean, I would um, assume they turn the mics off when they're walking the runway. Oh, absolutely. But even as she's like talking, they probably oh yeah. Had to yeah. Like, tell her do not move. You said right. stationary. I mean, if they were going to be, they, if they were smart, they put a, they should have done the theater style and just put the put the mic yeah. on top of her head. Yeah. No. I, I. You know, everything about this worked for me. Um. Again, I think it was a really strong makeup concept for her. I think the look was um avant garde. It was club kid. Um. It, it, it. Everything was right. Um. Again, the wig was my only problem. I give it a cartoon. Definitely cartoon. So I wish I had a little more time for my audience to react to this. I don't, we only got the uh, looks from World of Wonder this morning, so I only had a couple hours to let my fans toot and boot. This look from Instagram got an 88% toot and a 12% boot. That so whoever right. booted, you are fired, so you're wrong. All right, you ready for the next don't, one? Don't say that. Use a different phrase. We don't use that phrase because of certain non-humans. It's a reality show. Just like no. we're living in a reality show. We're living in a nightmare. Called a reality show. All right, next up. Bag of chips. No, not here for any of this. Um, so I think the construction of this is very problematic. While she may have adjusted the shape of the seal wool individually, it just fit quite poorly. Um, the back is Yeah, the abysmal. back. Oh, the back was... Um, the back side was... So the, when you look at it from the front, it looks like a romper. But then the back, you can see that it it's actually... It looks like a score. Two, right. It's two pieces, and then the steel wool is literally glued to a fucking corset. The hair is very Jerry Holloway, but yeah. like it's just absolutely Which, wrong for was this Was that look. other foreshadowing? Huh, well, well, I can't wait for that. But um, I just don't also understand the yellow pockets in the front and the back. I don't know if that's a reference to something that I'm unaware of, but why, is, why are there yellow pockets? Is it just to have a diverse moment on the look? She had to hold her snacks somewhere. I get her, her what, her bag of chips? Ha <laughs> ha! Um, yeah, I, there, there's, <coughs> there's nothing redeemable about this look. I mean, I only disagree just because she just sells it. She just knows how to sell the garment. She's just a mess of fun. And I just enjoyed watching her walk. I didn't watch enjoy what she was walking in, but I enjoyed watching her. And and we have to be fair that part of this version of Drag Race, they do take the walk into consideration. Unlike our versions at this moment, they don't really care about that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I like the garment itself, which was the challenge. It was a major miss, and for me, I just have to give it a car boot. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to yell at the single person by the time we are recording this who gave it a toot to make this a 6% toot and a 94% boot because it should out. be. Call her out. No, I'm not going to. Call her out. No, I'm not doing it. I want to know. Call no, her out. I, I, they'll, they'll get a DM for me. But Ugh. no, this would have been a 100% boot and I would have been thrilled to say that. But thank you for that one person who decided to call it a toot. I can't wait to have a conversation about what about this is redeemable. Next up, Blue Hydrangea. Um... Remember Chad Michaels' all-star promo look? This is for now. <laughs> um, yeah, this, when you buy it online versus when it arrives. Yeah, this was um, definitely giving me shades of Chad Michaels, whether that was the intent or not. 
the colors were identical to it. Yeah. Um, and and even when she said on the runway that she's going for a super villain, it's the, it was that's what that prompt was. Blam. Um, I'm very curious to know what the exact items she used aside from the very obvious um, streamers. I th- um, think the pants. I think they were a curtain. Okay. And then I know the the bodysuit was the interior of the car. Right. Okay. She mentioned that. I'm not mad about this look. No. It's very much her aesthetic, but I just don't love it. I really liked it until the tassels started ripping off. Yeah. It was, it was, I, I, my feeling is that she should have either trimmed them in some way or only used them as like a cape instead of an sure. all around. Because yeah. then they wouldn't have torn off that way. Right. I think in the scope of this challenge, she was one of the better looks. Yeah. But this is not the best she's given us so far. No. Um, it's been but probably the, her and weakest. there was a reason that it was safe. Yeah. It was a good choice. It was well constructed. Yeah. It just wasn't high fashion. It was right. just good fashion. It, it was a costume piece. Yeah. For me, I'm it still was a bar gonna, number. Yeah. I'm still going to give it a cartoon. Yeah. Same. Um, the audience gave it a 67% toot and a 33% boot. I mean, uh, she looks like she's wearing those chap boots that everyone's been fa- obsessing over. Yeah, so. that's true. Next, chap boots. Next. Next. Something wrong and something was wrong. Okay, this thing just doesn't move. Um, it's, it's, it's not good. Um, first the Taylor, I mean, I'm going to say it for the first time, Taylor, it's pretty good. Uh, for this challenge, it's a fucking mess. Um, I like the idea of like the big sleeves, but I feel yeah. like, um, Dumbo's ears have more movement than this does. I'm, I'm a girl who loves a good cape sleeve. I love them, but, and I loved that it was very, I'm right on top of that rose. It just, it just wasn't well thought out no, no it was no. a cute idea and it's a cute look it is a good look yeah it's just it's not fitting of the challenge because it's not high fashion mm-hmm. it's not ready for the runway it and it gave me a lot of vibes of a curious look from the farm to runway absolutely it looked exactly the same just almost worse because at least a curious was more fashionable yeah what i would say is like the way she talked about it was a lot better than just seeing it but this isn't a story challenge. Like, that's not that's not the challenge. No. It's um, for what you're putting out on the face of the runway. Right. Her wig looks slightly good. I mean, I've it, seen that, that, that wig the... six different ways on six different queens right. and six different Sundays. That, that was the promo look wig, right? I think. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I, don't I could be making that up. I don't know. But for me, sadly, something... It was Wong, and it was a twenty-four. It was a boot for me. It was a boot. So, this was a 24% toot, 76% boot. Next, we have the Vivian. Okay, this is a power statement for sure. The hair is big. The look is big. As far as the runway look, I didn't love the painted neck to chin, but it was fashion. I did because it was very reminiscent, in my opinion, of Mugler and very reminiscent of McQueen. And I love a long neck piece. Like, Shout out real quick to being a gamer, the little bit that I am. I just got a new game for my PS4, and you had to... One of the things I absolutely hate about some games is character creation, but I had my fun with it, because I was like, you know what? This girl is going to be as dragged out as fucking possible, and I it gives you the option of wearing like this gas mask type thing, and it said, what do you want it to be the base of? So you have your choice of like just like a jaw thing, like where it looks like Pearl's entrance look, mm-hmm. or you get the full neck piece, and I was like, neck piece, done. Yeah. And that's what it reminded me of, and I was like... She must play video games because yeah, like, she did like, it right. like I said, it's not my ne- aesthetic necessarily, but it was fashion. Yeah. Um, while she may have not may not have taken her items apart, did she like transform them though? No. 
And she definitely transformed the pads. I give her... Yes. She did something new with the pads, but she kind of just streamered right. the video cassette tapes. Like, what she should have done, in my opinion, was she should have somehow figured out a way to do something constructive with the actual cassettes themselves. Whether yeah. it was, like, breaking them apart and using them for boning of some sort or... Just some way, because it just, it was so much tape. Yeah. And it was just so streamer-like, to a point almost like blues, just a little bit more well-constructed. But it just, it was like, okay, it's good. I've seen a lot of drag outfits that have all the tassels everywhere, and that's a good look. But something was missing from it. Right. And I think that's what kept her from winning. Yeah. I will say I'm because of the fashion element, and I can see this on some Parisian runways someday. Oh, absolutely! I'm going to give it a car toot. Oh no, it was definitely a toot. Car toot. Car toot. Um, beep beep. So the audience gave it a 59% toot and a 41% boot, which I thought was very interesting. It was more split than I, I can, thought it was going to be. I can accept that because I have a feeling that like of the people who did boot, they probably have a similar feeling where it's like it's not brand new but it's still good yeah but it's not like there's a reason why yeah it's true all right vinegar strokes this made me sad um this was definitely the last day of creation look um it's easily one of the worst sewing challenge looks in franchise history like soju and vanji are thrilled to say they have competition for the worst creation ever um did you notice the shout out to Paige turner Oh, yes, yes. Uh, I was like, wait, when did she do that? And then I realized you meant linings, yes. Yes. Um, I don't quite understand the paper on the face. Like, is it supposed to be highlight? or like? What I is it wasn't entirely sure. I also noticed that her tassels were lopsided. Oh, yeah. Um, the nude bodysuit was not the right choice. It just seemed like it was the only option since she ran out of time. Or um, materials. Sure, let's go with that, too. I think she just has an exceptional personality and she's a fun queen to watch, but this just proves she is way over her head. She just, like, I have a feeling, like, given, if she had given herself more time and put more thought into it initially rather than just going with what her initial gut choice was, I feel like she could have constructed something at least not, maybe not win-worthy, but at least better. Yeah, I mean, she definitely calls herself Dractor, and I think it's one of those cases where she's actor first drag queen second oh yeah um i mean whether well, everybody's talking about jamie so exactly i sadly and i love her i think she's a great person very sweet i sadly have to give this a boot car boot oh yeah definitely car boot um again very curious to know who's two to this but this was an 18 percent toot and 82 percent boot 18 percent toot right was it from one person no this was multiple yeah I mean, I guess maybe just for the sheer fact that she was able to construct some element of a garment out of paper. Fair. Which is maybe not the easiest of things. So, fair. credit where credit is due. Maybe it's more than they could have done. It's true. Well, next up is Cheryl Hall. And I think I'm becoming a Cheryl Hall defender because I like this a lot. I didn't hate it. Um, I think it's cohesive with the black and yellow. I love her hair. The beat is right. Um, if we're knocking Cheryl for gluing things to a garment, at least it had a cool texture and it was original. Um, it mm. must have taken some time to cut out each finger the way she did. I mean, it wasn't entirely original, if you remember who won the first challenge of season 10. Sure. But, for this franchise, it's original. And compared to what everyone else did. To a point. Yeah. Um, I just love that she was just extra with this. Is it the best? No. Is no. it the worst? No. No. It's I definitely, safe. Yeah. Yeah, that's like that was definitely like I was wondering I was curious as to why 
she wasn't. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll get to that part because I have yeah. some questions. But I'm going to be in the minority here. I'm giving it a cartoon. I'll give it a cartoon. It was well constructed. It still looked good. It still wasn't the best, but it definitely was not the worst. So and, it definitely... and she said, like, it showed off her personality. That's who she is. That was her silhouette. So. Yeah. It's very pop star. Yeah. Um, this was from the audience a 33% to and a 67% boot. So That doesn't entirely surprise no, me. No, no, I'm here for it. Crystal. She's putting the hoe in home decor. Another exceptional look from Crystal. Beach balls for hip pads. Brilliant. Oh my God. Um, I think it's a very strong look, and the colors are very. Awesome. It was a very cool color concept and color story she was giving. And here's the thing. And this is what I'm going to say. Did she transform the velvet curtains? No, she did not. And that was the make or break of the challenge and why she did not win. Huh. That, yeah, that, okay, that, yeah that gives it more perspective because I really thought she was going to win. Because I honestly, like, not that I didn't, but I kind of thought they were going to hate Davina's. I honestly did. I was worried too, but she transformed it and made it into yeah. art. Crystal made a gr- um, a really well constructed garment, yeah. But it was literally fabric. Yeah, it wrapped around a corset. Um, and that is the only reason why she didn't win because I thought this yeah. was great. And you know what? I, I I don't have much to critique about it. It was great. But I give her a lot of credit for also cohesively using all the fabric on the corset as well mm-hmm. as the boots. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure she just took some really nice boots that she had and covered them up, and that's just some things that's smart. Yep, I, I guess that's great. a British queen thing because that's what Charlie Hyde did every runway for her too. Yeah, it's true. Well, for me, I'm definitely giving Crystal a toot. Absolutely, car toot. Um, the audience, ninety-four percent car toot and only a six percent car boot. Very Sounds interesting right. there. All right, so Blue and Baga are both safe, leaving Davina something. Crystal, the Vivian, the Vinegar, and Cheryl as tops and bottoms. Do you agree? I don't, because I would have swapped Bag and Cheryl personally. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I agree. I think they just love bag of chips and that's the only reason why she was saying i mean when you got a good personality and that's the thing is like yeah cheryl said it was her personality but it doesn't make it relevant not not relevant doesn't make it apparent to the judges and i also fear that if baga was in the bottom three there would have been even more of an argument to actually put her in the bottom two probably because i I think baga's was way worse than uh something wong's you think it was it, at least it was staying together fair but it didn't fit her at all and that was my issue with um I mean, neither did some things backup, technically it's true if you want to be technical yeah well during the critique um i'm just glad that michelle prefaced her critique to the vinegar because we needed to hear that on tape about that they are friends but this is a competition competitive show and at least vinegar had some some sense of humor about it because she knew what was coming she knew this was her time um and then michelle she decides to call out the dolls for uh watching drag race for 11 seasons and that she was expecting better of all of them and yeah you should be learning how to sew before you go on the show she's not wrong or at least have a stronger idea of a concept when making a garment. Yeah. Well, it's time to talk about Untucked Junior, as I like to call it. Um, Baga says she looks um, like a sack of suds. Love the alliteration there. And she apparently burnt her penis with hot glue. I don't even know how she did. I don't want to know how she did. Have you ever done that? Not my penis. <laughs> I did give myself a second degree burn on my hand. For drag? Yeah. For what? Uh... This dreadful hat that I was making for Miss West End quite a few a few years ago. 
Uh, Throwback. Uh-huh. Or it's Friday flashback. Yeah, no, I wasn't paying attention. I had the trigger. I was pulling the trigger as I was grabbing something else, and then my hand was hovering underneath the glue, and then just, ow, my finger hurts. Why does my finger hurt? Oh, look, there's a molten piece of glue sticking on my finger. Oh, fine. Yeah. Blue, she thought she was going to be the top two in this challenge, and that was just cute. That's, that's cute for her. It's um, nice to dream. Yeah, the tops and bottoms walk back in. Vinegar knows she's in a lose-lose situation as she is lip-syncing against the Death Dropper or her friend. Cheryl thinks she's in the bottom two, and guess what? The Vivian agrees. This rivalry is something fierce. They hate each other. Vinegar says some is not in the bottom because she constructed it, but the Vivian says it's just rolled out fabric, and as something Wong points out, it's tape taped on a dress. She's not here for the Vivian either. The Vivian continues going in on something by calling her out for not taking the advice of the girls, or Rue. The discussion then turns to Michelle's call out of no one knowing how to sew, and Cheryl gets very defensive and says she does drag and needs to just go to the club, and the Vivian snaps back and reminds her that she's coming to a competition where you need to learn how to do fucking everything and sew. She pays people to make her clothes, but she learned when she knew she was going to be coming. Them fighting words. Vinegar asks if Cheryl could have done more because she too recently learned how to sew. But as Baga says, Vinegar looks like she fell into the bins, a.k.a. the garbage. Crystal calls out the witchcraft that Cheryl has the ability to sell her look to her. And I thought that's true. Like, Cheryl is just like one of those people who can talk and talk and you'll believe her after ten minutes. Or at least pretend to. That's fair. Baga asks who's going to be joining uh, Team Rue Peter Badge. And the Vivian makes a snide remark about them being too heavy and she couldn't possibly wear another. And some just wants to see someone knock the Vivian off her high horse. Cue Casey Musgraves. Wow, you cringed that with that joke. You hated that one. You hate my humor. It's, I love it. Alright, in a happily shocking turn of events, the winner of the challenge is my goddess, Davina DeCampo. Crystal and the Vivian are safe. Vinegar is in the bottom, but will it be Cheryl the Shablammer or something the friend? In the end, it will be Vinegar Strokes for something long. Did you agree? In the end, yeah. Because it just it didn't make sense to put yeah. Cheryl in the bottom. I agree. It just didn't make sense. And it would have been really bad for um, uh, Vinegar because that would have been an embarrassment. She would have destroyed her. So, what I will say is the entire room seemed shocked by the result of Cheryl being safe. No one seemed thrilled with that. And I cannot wait for next episode just to see them walk back into that workroom. This should be fun. And the reaction... The song, the two minorities of the cast, don't forget, these are the two minorities of the cast, um, they will be lip-syncing to Would I Lie to You by the Eurythmics. Did you know that this song was used in season one of Drag Race when it was Rebecca Glasscock sending Jade home? Do you remember that? Not many people do. Oh, wait, yes I do, because I, uh, because, so... Because Rebecca Glasscock sucks! Well, not only that, but no, I actually, um, so there's a new, so there's like one of those free streaming services that they offer for smart TVs Uh and they just recently put out an all drag race channel Oh, and it includes the lost season. Mm -hmm. So like I had never, I tried to sit through the lost season three different times. I couldn't (laughs) get past the first episode. Actually, no, couldn't get past the second episode. I get through halfway through the second episode. And it's just like the rest of the scene. I'm like, this isn't that entertaining. It gave us great queens, but it just isn't that entertaining. So I was like, I'm going to put it on in the background and pay attention when I want to. Yeah. And then after watching it, I was like, okay, this actually wasn't that terrible of a season. But if, as first seasons go, 
UK is doing much better. Oh, of course, of course. They're, I mean, again, not even have, just production quality, just in general. When you have the basis of the main show for as long as you did, it's true. It's going to be better. It's true. But and yeah, drag has evolved so much. We're not going to go on how much I hate Rebecca Glasscock and her Forever Twenty One wardrobe. Um, Tatiana choices. Wet seal. Listen, Tatiana, again, that was the, that show at the time. Tatiana has stepped up her game. Even though she got arrested, she has stepped up her game. She was released. I love her. I love her so much. Hashtag free Tati. I almost was like, you know what? I'm going down to DC just to see the, to see the show. I mean, but, in fairness, I've also met Rebecca in person. She's actually wonderful as a person. I'm sure everyone besides Tyra Sanchez is a wonderful person. She's getting help now, though. I think. At least that's what she said. Okay, we're going to believe that. Pause, pause, pause. So, uh, what I will say about this performance was, um, at least they had two performers battling it out this time. Absolutely. Uh, Both Something and Vinegar brought major face acting. I love that in a lip sync. I really love the expression. Um, I think they did a great job interacting with one another, which um, really was cool. And they let the music inform their choices. It wasn't the most dynamic lip sync we've seen in the show, but I enjoyed it. But it was the best out of the last three. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. In the end, Vinegar is sent home, but I'm going to say something very controversial. I think track record in this runway is the only reason why Something Wong was saved, because Vinegar gave a much stronger performance. I mean, and she had been, even from the start. Yeah. I think if we're going lip alone, Something was gone. I was, But also the fact that it was Vinegar's second time. Right. She was no, like, not that she, not that she wasn't good, but she was no lip sync assassin. No, not at all. And as she says as she walks off, so long, gay boys. Love it. I got some burning questions for you. You ready? Okay. First off, what will the Hodgepodge Queen's legacy be? Camp. Have you listened to the song yet? Yes. The... <laughs> it's cute. It's fun. Um, unfortunately, it's British. It's British. She's trying to be camp when Nina West already just did camp. But it's okay. It's okay. I love Nina West. Cheryl has been in the bottom three. Um, three out of three weeks. But has not seen a lip sync yet. Is she a goner soon, or do we think something's going to change? I mean, this coming week is Snatch Game, so she may show us her... Mm-hmm. I don't know how to finish that. I was going to say whole, but I was like, I don't know. That's not what I meant. But you would like to see her whole. I don't know, actually, no. My roommate has a crush on her. I have crushes on different ones. Who? Which ones? Much more Crystal. I, I'm yeah. all about Crystal. I'm into Blue, but I probably wouldn't say Good. yes immediately. I, I would. And, I mean, sorry. Not not gonna say that it's not cliche, but it's cliche. Gothy. Gothy oh. was just so fucking cute. I couldn't I deal with it. I Gothy. Gothy Kendall. Gothy Kendall. I love her. Baga? Tell- Boy Baga. I'm telling Baga. you, Gothy Kendall's gonna be back in a future season. She's gonna shangela it up, and she's gonna be a superstar. She just needs to come out of that shell, but she's also, she was 21. Uh-huh, and, had, and at that time, she was very insecure about her teeth. She has new teeth. She's yeah. a new person, and we love Gothy Kendall on this podcast. We love a flipper. Oh, yeah, look at the Vivian. Um, those are something. Okay, so the competitors, seem to, yeah, the competitors seem to be sleeping on Davina, but now that she has a win under her belt, is she now a threat? I mean, Snatch Game's coming up, so I would definitely say yes. Yeah, she's going to do good. I'm curious as to who's doing who. I don't want to know. I don't care if anyone knows. Don't and tell me. I hate spoilers. I like learning things for myself. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, we did see in the uh, preview that there may be some um, 
Maggie Thatcher battle between uh, bag of chips and. And I I just love that like literally nothing was spoiled aside from not even that wasn't even much of a spoiler, but like I love that nothing of who was playing who was spoiled. That was great. Yeah, I was very. I'm here for that. Although I do really, I would love to see someone do a Kenwood burn. That would be. I mean, if it's going to be anybody, it's um, Vivian. Yeah. Um, I've heard a rumor who she's going to do, and I'm really intrigued. I'm not saying anything because you don't want to know. And I mean, a rumor is one thing. It's like when people actually like go on Reddit and post it. I don't do that shit. Like, I'm not going to go read it. Yeah. But, well. I mean, I'm pretty sure, like, I can already take a, ga- a wild stab and say Cheryl, Cheryl's going to do Cheryl. That's right. like her it, number it, one right. thing. And that's Which, like. no one gives Cheryl Cole enough fucking credit. She is one of my favorite artists. She's so good. Cheryl I love Cole her. Cheryl Cole or Girls Aloud in general? Both. Okay. But like, like everyone you loves jump, Girls you Aloud. You jump for their love. Yeah. But, like, everyone loves Girls Aloud, but no one gives Cheryl herself enough credit, and Fair. she's one of the only ones that actually made a career after Listen, the group. Listen, Cheryl fucked up her American reputation when she fucking quit uh, uh, X Factor. After this what? is true. Two And after tapings. she fucked Liam Payne. Yeah, well. She ruined all the girls. Are the you worried that they're going to do too many British personalities for you to understand the jokes? No, not at all. Like I said, I've been watching British TV for the longest time, so that's I fair. get a lot of them. I'm excited. I want. To, I like learning new things, and that's the fun thing about this show right now. Yeah, for me, is I'm getting to learn about even new like the minor, like the little ones that I don't know. I'm like that one sounds familiar, but I don't exactly know what it means. And then they just explain it anyway, which I love, and I kind of love how they're all schooling Rue on it too. Yeah, I mean, let's be real. Again, I, everyone knows that I'm a huge Big Brother fan. Uh, Celebrity Big Brother in the UK. They brought on. Um, uh, Perez Hilton and Michelle Visage in one season. That's true. And I'm sure people were like, who the fuck is Michelle Visage? Well, now you know. And now she's a huge superstar. Oh, let's be real. 90% of the people who watch Big Brother are gays and they watch Drag Race. Or, and if they don't, they know who Michelle Visage is. So that was, they knew. Okay, okay. okay, Perez Hilton maybe because he's faded into obscurity, so. Well, this was a fun episode and it was a fun episode to chat with you about it. Yeah. Where can we find you on social media again? You can find me at, at Alora Borealis on Instagram and you can also find me on Facebook as well. At? Alora Borealis. And Venmo? No, I still, I still can't get Venmo to work because it won't let me open two different accounts on the same phone number. So just use your boy account next time. We're not going to reveal that. I don't reveal that. That's Because th- oh, right. I use that to pay my rent. Gotcha. So if you want to pay my rent, Feel free to drop me in the DMs and you can have my real Venmo. I'm sure there's someone who will pay your rent. I'm okay with that. It was a pleasure doing this with you. It's always a pleasure. Thanks once again to Alora for joining me. Make sure to tap that subscribe button and leave us a five-star review. Follow me on Instagram at MichaelBlockTalk. If you have any questions or comments, drop me a line at theaterofthenow.com via our question link. Until next time, I'm Michael Block, and that was Block Talk. Block Talk.